Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Erica Nielis Plumley. Erica Nielis Plumley is the Director of Human Resources for Stonebridge Senior Living. She is responsible for the strategic direction, execution, delegation of human resources functions, and succession planning for a middle market senior living company with multiple locations throughout the Midwest. Providing oversight while allowing for the individuality of each location has served as the foundation for building positive relationships and obtaining desired results from stakeholders. Encouraging open discussion and creative problem solving while drawing on leaders' strengths has built trust across senior management. In this role, she has also implemented new technology platforms and led the people strategy during an acquisition of four additional locations. Well, good afternoon, Erica. Welcome to the show. Brian, thanks for having me. Absolutely. This is exciting. Get to meet somebody every single day, talk to them. And with your, obviously, permission, I get to share your story with global audience here at Corizant. So I appreciate your time today. And we're going to jump right into these questions, Erica. You've got quite the career in human resources, public service, an executive, and now the director of human resources for Stonebridge Senior Living. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure, absolutely. My career growth has been a little bit non-traditional, obviously made a change from the human service public sector into business. And what's really driven me through this is my ongoing desire to learn and try new things. Uh, Early in my career, I sought out professional development opportunities, management leadership type programs and trainings, kind of the standard trainings available, and really advocated for myself to have an opportunity to participate in those programs. I I looked for those, I I advocated for myself, got myself into those, and then found the courage also to take on difficult assignments. I often accepted other tasks and responsibilities that others didn't want to do, um, and just didn't hesitate doing those kind of things. I I would just jump right in, um, said yes to opportunities, and recognize the importance of each situation. Obviously, I often found out that you can learn just as much from negative situations and interactions as you can from positive ones, so I never shied away from different opportunities. When I relocated to St. Louis, I decided to switch careers and spent several months focusing on personal development and really identifying transferable skills, trying to move from kind of that um, human service sector into business was a challenge, obviously, but I, I recognized that the skills I had were very transferable and working with people was no different in one setting than it was another. And through a networking chance opportunity has offered a part-time position at a manufacturing plant. I immediately said yes to that opportunity. I recognized I'd never worked in business or manufacturing environment, um, but within a few months of being there, I was offered an HR manager position with that company, said yes again, and, and found my way um, into that new role. And really, again, just took that as an opportunity to enhance, develop my skills, and learn the value of networking at that time as well. I became involved with a professional organization in St. Louis, uh, became very active with that group, now serve as the VP of membership for them, and recognize, again, the importance of putting yourself in some of those uncomfortable situations and environments and experiment experiences and around different people with different perspectives and just grew from those experiences. Personally inspired by learning and new opportunities. And as a leader, um, I also love seeing other people grow and change and experience success and find that 
I really um, am inspired by being part of and witnessing their journeys as well. That's awesome. I love how you traversed your career. And again, you know, having being well-rounded, right? You've been exposed to a lot of different things. When you move to a different industry or vertical, uh, those skills are transferable and it only makes you a better leader. So I appreciate this, your story on that, Erica. And Erica, we're going to switch gears here a little bit. Wanted to talk to you about something that's more relevant and it's probably more applicable to employers today, including what you work in, obviously, in the human resource sector. But it's so important nowadays to best understand the importance of human capital and developing a positive work culture, all while maximizing employee growth. Could you share your thought on this relevant topic? I'm sorry. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Developing a positive work culture and and maximizing employee growth absolutely needs to be on the top of mind for leaders in all industries. Um, You know, if COVID's taught us anything, it's that employees don't want to return to the way things were pre-pandemic. That looks very different from one industry to another, whether it's a hybrid work schedule or flexible hours. The reality is that things have changed for our employees In my current industry, in the healthcare field, um, and a lot of other industries where you have um, in-person work, uh, remote work is not possible. And so we really have to think bigger than that and be flexible in ways that other employees, uh, other employers may not have to be. Um, Offering a hybrid work schedule is not always possible. Um, Working remote is not always possible when you're working one-on-one with people. And because, but when we have employees who hear that in the news, see that, have friends who are doing that, uh, we have to get creative. And we have to also recognize that one person doesn't have the answer to solve all those problems. Um, Changes that I may think as a leader here at my company um, that will influence a positive work culture in today's environment may not actually be important to our employees. So I've often fallen back to surveying employees, including them in on the discussions to making changes that are relevant and meaningful to them. Um, I've used employee surveys in the past and followed up with facilitating an, an employee engagement committee made up of, when I back when I was in the manufacturing world, um, made up of manufacturing employees on all three shifts. I help them understand the results of the survey and move from kind of identifying problems to goal setting and action steps to present to company management. And I think, you know, related to culture, this was invaluable, not only to improving the work culture, but also empowering these employees to take action and ownership of their work environment, which they weren't used to doing, as well as equipping them with a new set of skills that served as building blocks for them for future training and development opportunities. Obviously, the way we treat our employees sets a tone for the way we treat our customers. And in our case, our residents and families in our industry. So we want people to be happy and fulfilled at work. And as leaders, it's our job to figure out how to make this happen. And again, from my perspective, you know, this also involves hiring the right leaders, valuing their differences and letting them bring their full full self to work. Um, Leaders are as different as our employees, and we really have to embrace that. And when it comes to growth and development, I tend to think the traditional standardized training programs um, have become ineffective for many reasons. Um, Partly what I mentioned above, not every leader is going to have the same set of strengths. So providing a training where we tell leaders how they should develop or what group of skills they need to improve on may not always be the best approach. 
So yeah, it's a different way of thinking, but um, in my opinion, it doesn't allow them to bring their own strengths and perspectives, which is really what has gotten them into their leadership positions often. So I've, I've looked towards individual training and development type initiatives where you really start by understanding your employees' goals and what motivates them. Again, everyone's different, so development plans for individuals need to be different as well. And from a leadership perspective, this means educating and training our managers and allowing them to supervise as few people as as necessary so they have time to touch base with these employees regularly and understand and, and know what motivates them. And again, rather than impersonal and kind of those annual performance reviews, we're teaching leaders and supervisors to check in regularly with employees to keep a pulse on what's going on with their employees, understanding what's going well and what's not going well in their work environment, and asking those employees how we can support them and the work they're doing as leaders. Uh, We also pay more attention to drawing on employees' strengths and giving them time to develop those strengths and ensure a portion of their day or week includes doing something they're really passionate about. It's important to realize that development isn't important to all employees as well, and that's okay too. Some employees are very comfortable in their current roles, so you don't want, as you're creating your positive work environment where you're supporting and recognizing growth and development as a part of that, you don't want to leave out those employees or make them feel uncomfortable if development is not what they are looking to do. So, you know, coaching managers, teaching them how to build trusting relationships with their employees really contribute to developing that positive work culture. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate the share on that. And we can all learn from what you just shared. And at the at the at the end of the day, it's it's all about the people. And we need to ensure that our employees are well taken care of so that they take care of our, in your case, the residents there. So thank you. And Erica, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your business there? And if not, maybe there's a cool tool or app you found useful you could share with us. Sure. We we are actually implementing new technology at our location within our company. Um, it, it's interesting. Technology is interesting. It, like so many other employers who have entry-level or frontline employees, technology implementation can be a challenge because many employees do not have access to computers. Some don't have personal emails. So as an employer um, interested in, in incorporating technology, we're really on the front line of this. And we have to be realistic for our population about what makes sense and how we can do it in a way that works and is meaningful for them, Um, providing not only the technology platform, but also training and support is just crucial to their utilization. Um, But we are using a scheduling app that ties kind of a recognition reward software type um, technology to for the employees to get recognized and rewarded for things like good attendance, completing surveys, going above and beyond, recognitions provided from one employee to another, um, resulting in, in a reward process to help, again, support and motivate um, employees and, and recognize positive behavior leading to positive culture. Um, And the software also allows us to message our employees, present pulse survey questions. And that's a feature that I'm really excited about. We are currently building this out in our 22 locations, but it allows supervisors to develop their own set of questions. And you you can do it across the company. You can do it by building, or you could do it um, by small group. Supervisors can do it just for those employees they they supervise. Um, But it can be very simple questions. The responses are often one answer you just select um, you know how are, how was your day today 
uh, good or bad, you know, those kind of things. And we are really excited about using this as we onboard new employees to really get a sense of whether or not our onboarding process is working for them. Um, I think it'll give us real-time data about, you know, whether or not they feel like they are onboarded properly, if they feel connected to someone else who's at work, if they understand the process, they're happy in the environment, and then we can modify our processes based on that data almost real time. And that's that's exciting for us. Thank you for sharing. It's uh, important because nowadays technology touches all of our lives in just about every way. So I appreciate the share. And Erica, last question for you. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in human resources? Sure. Um, Obviously, there are plenty of professional development, traditional professional development opportunities. And I think those are important. There's a place for all of those. I like to find ones that challenge my way of thinking. So I look for opportunities um, that may be different or present different opportunities or ideas. Um, but talking to people is important too, whether it's your boss, friends, peers, coworkers, you know, the people you're surrounded with, let them know what you're looking for. Let them know of your interest in growth and development. And it's amazing um, who may come up with a solution or an idea or something you haven't thought about before. And, you know, that kind of leads to networking. Obviously, networking is always key in growing a career. Um, it's not only just a way to meet interesting people who have challenged you, but opens doors often to new opportunities and, you know, then stepping into those new opportunities as, as they present themselves. Um, it's also important to be courageous enough to step out of your comfort zone and look for development opportunities through volunteering. You may not always find leadership opportunities at work, depending on your role, Um, But you can often find those in other ways. So you may find a volunteer organization where you can practice skills like delegating or or management or leadership. Um, Some of those things you don't have an opportunity maybe yet to develop in your employment opportunity. Um, And then I always encourage people to join professional organizations in the field. There are, you know, in the in the area and across the country, plenty of professional organizations, um, human resource professional organizations out there. Lots of opportunities to get involved, connect and again, hone in on those skills. And then even if you're not in a management or leadership position right now, I think Um, positioning yourself and and thinking of ways that you would handle and execute situations. Uh, You can practice delegation skills, seeing things through a different lens, providing support and guidance while helping others, um, and and building your own opportunities to do some of this. I know back at my last position in the manufacturing location, I was able to uh, facilitate a leadership development group and identified three employees who were interested in development, but had no idea what that looked like or meant. Um, I considered them informal leaders, meaning they didn't hold leadership titles, but they were those people that employees, other employees turned to um, and and created something for them, facilitated a a small group discussion, uh, learning opportunity that um, helped them promote and develop the skills to later take on supervisory level positions and and kind of continue their uh, growth as well. So I think, again, um, you know, that kind of forced me to learn more, uh, become not the trainee, but the trainer and, and, and coaching others on their development. And then I think, too, just being ready and open for change, be opportunistic, take action when it's necessary. And 
Um, others may be there to help and support you, but you really have to create your own growth journey, whether that's in human resources, leadership, or or any other role or, or career. Erica, thank you. I appreciate the share on that. Uh, again, these, these gems, these nuggets that you have shared with us today uh, will be invaluable to somebody here listening in. So I appreciate that. And Eric, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Absolutely. Thank you again. And the pleasure was absolutely mine. Have a great day. Bye for now. 